Good morning. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Lamed Beis in Maseches Rosh Hashanah. Happy love, Bar Rosh Hashanah. Okay, three lines down in the wide lines on Lamed Aleph and Beis. No messing around. We're talking about the ninth Takana of Rabbi Yochanan Mizaka. There was a machlokas of Papa and Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. Was this ninth Takana the Karim Ravai or the Lashon Shazahiris? Karim Ravai, you might recall, fruit brought up to your Shalim that. Those plants, right? Those, uh, that produce has to be brought to Yerushalayim in order to do what? To beautify the streets of Yerushalayim. And we'd be zocher to see that. The beautiful streets of Yerushalayim. To quote Rev Shalom Gold Shlita. In Eretz Yisrael, even an orange wears a yarmulke. Everything, even an orange wears a yarmulke. Everything is, uh, everything is, is, is holy. Everything has religious significance. The blossoming of the desert after 2,000 years of Gullus um, is representative of the fulfillment of the Nevi'im. May we be zochet to the Geula. So that was the position of Papa. Of Nachman by Yitzchak, Amar Lashon Shazaharis, we say. The Tanya, Barishone, Yikoshim Lashon Shazaharis, Pesachulomim Mibachutz. We're experts in this because we already learned Mesechus Yuma, Baruch Hashem. So in the beginning, they used to, Zaharis is red, right? Red wool. So they would have this red string hanging. At the doorway of the, uh, uh, right at the doorway of the ulam, he'll be him. It was a problem, right? Because what it was supposed to represent was this red string was going to turn white if the chataim of Kal Yisrael were forgiven. Now, that is bad. To know exactly what your fate is is not always good because if you know that your sins have been forgiven, then you're going to get overly confident. And if you know that your sins have not been forgiven, you're going to get overly depressed. So really, you should always be kept guessing, so you should try your hardest. Therefore, he's So in order to counterbalance the psychological effects of knowing your fate, they tied it on the inside. However, to quote the great Ari Leibowitz, the Dafyomi master, the Jews can at times be yentas, so they're trying to peek in and see what the fate is. The curiosity is overwhelming. He'll be no use making the will save him. Of course, they got into the same problem. The word would get around quickly, and people would know where there was. Did the red string turn white or not? And therefore, that was not a good enough hiding of the string. Therefore, half on the um, rock, on a rock over there, and half between the horns. This all has to do over there with the. Uh, so they did it out of the desert where nobody's out there. Everyone's fasting. Nobody wants to go, um, the, how many, 10 mil or ever along 12 mil it is out into the desert? We learned this in Mishnayas, Yuma. So nobody wants to go out there on a fast day and therefore they're not going to see. And so it's not going to have that deleterious psychological effect. Now, so now we have this machlokas, right? What is it based on? Asks the Gemara of Nachman Bar Yitzchak, my time law of Kerv Papa, so Amalach, Saka E, Saka Daitachar Yochanan Ben Zakai, Chaver of Derabi, Eliezer Mihava. We remember you said by the Kerem Ravai, this whole um, exchange had to do, they told you it's Chaver of Shalar Eliezer. That was the source of this idea of bringing the Kerem Ravai to the to the um, to the, to Yerushalayim instead of being Mafkir to the Aniim back in the back at the ranch. So they said Chaver of the Rabbi Eliezer, and we said that that was Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. However, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was not a colleague of Rabbi Eliezer. Rather, Rabbo who Hava, right? In other words, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, um, who was whose teacher? Was the 
And we have to look at, at uh, Pirkei Avos. Pirkei Avos has it in Perak Beis, right? Who was whose teacher? Eliezer of Yochanan Zakai. And so therefore, again, they said, who is the disciple? What was the, Amr lo Talmidim, Rebbe, Kvarnimnu Chaverecha Alav. Right, it was his Rebbe, right? He said, Chaverecha is um, Rebbe Eliezer. Sorry, right? Rebbe Yochanan ben Zakai was Rebbe Eliezer's Rebbe. It has to be like that, fine. Anyway, so they said to him, your friend. Rebbe Yochanan Zakai wasn't his friend. He was Rebbe Eliezer's Rebbe. Oh, <coughs> so how does Repubba defend this position? Well, here's what happened. Rebbe Eliezer's Talmidim were speaking to him. Oh. So Rebbe Eliezer's Talmidim were speaking to him. They couldn't say, you're Rebbe, because that's disrespectful, right? In other words, the Rebbe is like the Mesorah, right? So you can't refer to your Rebbe's Rebbe. You refer to your Rebbe's Rebbe as his colleague, right? Since they were the Talmidim of Rebbe Eliezer, right? it would not be Derech Eretz to call, to tell their Rebbe, that your Rebbe said this. So therefore they said, your colleague said this. Okay, fine. So that's why, that's how Rav Papa defends himself. Uh, why does Rav Papa not hold like Rav Nachman Yitzchak? Rav Papa, my time, Lamar, Rav Nachman Yitzchak, Hamalach, Isak, Kedaitach, Rav Yochanan, Mitzakai, Bimei, Rav Yochanan, Mitzakai, Mihava, Lashon, Shazahoris. In other words, Rav Nachman Yitzchak's shot is that the ninth Takana was putting away this red string into the, into the desert. The problem is, all of this couldn't have happened. Rabbi Yochanan Menzakai lived during the Chorban. And the Seher Mishtalech and all of this procedure was done during the Mikdash. So when would they have overlapped? It's a historical, right, uh, it's a historical anachronism. V'hatanya, we learned the Brisa, Kol Shnosov Shal Rabbi Yochanan Menzakai, Me'ev Esrim So Rabbi Yochanan Menzakai's life was actually very, uh, very well um, demarcated. 120, he lived till 120 years. So what? Forty years he went to college and business school and then worked. Forty years he learned and then Arbaim Shanat he made and forty years he taught. And we learned this already. It's a brisa. We quoted it in Maseches Yuma that the last forty years all the Kohen Gadolim were dying. The, the it never turned white. It was really bad. Like towards the end, it was really bad. Utsnan, and we learned already several times in our Mishnah, Mishachar of Habayis, Hiskin, Rabbi Yochanan, Benzakai, right? We're talking about the idea that when were these Takanas of Yochanan, Benzakai? During, after the Chorban Abayis. So if the last 40 years was the Chorban Abayis, and the last 40 years of Rabbi Yochanan, Benzakai's career, um, right? In other words, he was, he was only teaching the last 40 years of his career. And, and the Takanas, therefore, could not have happened. Again, because the last 40 years, before the Chorban Abayis, there was no point in any Takana, because it could have never turned white. And the last 40 years of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai's career, once Mishachar of Abayis, he was already, only, there was only a 40-year period of time when he was teaching. So therefore, when could those 40 years have been? So says the Gemara, so says the Gemara of Eidach, no, this is what Nachman ben Yitzchak holds. Osam arbeim shana de lamad, tamid yoshev lifnei rabo haya. The amar milsavi staber tamei, right? In other words, this didn't happen during the last 40 years of Rabbi Yochanan Mazakai's life, but rather it happened during the middle 40 years when he was a Talmud. <clears throat> but he was such a precocious Talmud that he made the suggestion as a Talmud and his Rebbe was the one that made the enactment. Right and the rekave rabbi bishmei 
And since his Rebbe got the idea from Rabbi Yochanan Mitzakai, it was uh, ascribed to Rabbi Yochanan Mitzakai, even though he was not the one that actually had the authority to make that takana. So that's it. That's where we have the Machlokas for Papa and Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchak regards to what the ninth takana was. Now that we finished that, we're going to go back into the Machzer. Everybody take out your Rosh Hashanah Machzer, the Mishnah on top of Lambeza Medalf. Here we go. Daflav, Seder Brachos. What's the order of the Brachos in the Rosh Hashanah Machzer? We're talking about Musaf here. Okay, so Omer Avos Ugrus Akdushas Hashem. This, we've already learned Mesechus Brachos Brach Hashem. So this is like in every Shemun Esrei. You start with Avos, right? Then Gruas, and then Kedushas Hashem. And that's how you start, right? Shemun Esrei for Musaf. So that's the first three Brachos. And then, this is the Tanakhama says, Vecholo Malchios Imain Ve'ena Tokea. Okay? Well, you're going to say, you're going to mention Malchias, we're going to get to the source. Yeah, good musr, yeah, very good yeah well, musr. we're learning Rosh Hashanah. Daf Lav. When, you know, I was, I was learning yesterday about the... Garanos is here. The uh, thing going out of the chimney, you know? Right. You know, it was like great musr. Uh, right, so Bezat Hashem, today the musr is going to be to get through Lamed Bez so that Andrew doesn't have to be angry. He got here an hour early. So he says, Bechalo Malchias Iman Ve'en Tokeah. So we're starting Garanos in the mission on top of Lamed Bez and Aleph. Someone's sitting here? No, you're, you're good. So then, So you say, Malchius imahem. So this is an interesting thing. We have kind of a residual of this when we say Hamelach HaKadosh, right? Uh, by, by, right um, by the end of Kedush HaShem, what we call Kedush HaShem. But that's not what they're talking about here. They're saying they're, to say Malchius completely over there. By Kedushas Hashem, but they're not going to blow shofar. And then Kedushas Hayom, and then he says Kedushas Hayom. Kedushas Hayom is that middle bracha. So, for example, the easiest way to uh, understand this is if you look at the let's say Shabbos Musaf or the, the Shabbos Shemun Esrei, you have unlike what we call Shemun Esrei on Shabbos Amida, you have the three brachas in the beginning, three brachas at the end, and Kedushas Hayom in the, in the middle. Right? The Kedushas Hayom of Yontiv is like Atah Bechartanu. So there, you're going to do the blowing of the shofar. That's what the Mishnah Tapalam Beza Medal. So that's the Tanakh Kama. And then Zichronos Vitokea, the Shofaros Vitokea, right? Andrew got me up today, so. Okay. Right, so it's Kios. So we know, <laughs> we know that Malchias, so typically, and what we do is what are you that. Talking about? We're talking about the, the, uh, um, the Machzer of Musaf of Rosh Hashanah. So normally, Getting into Rosh Hashanah mode, we blow shofar during Malchias, Zichronus, and Shofar. You, you know that, right? Now, that is not the position of the Tanakama. According to the Tanakama, you do blow during Zichronus and Shofaros. However, you don't blow during Malchias. You blow during Kedushas Hayom, and Malchias is somehow included into Kedushas Hashem, which is the third bracha, and it is not accompanied with Kias. Okay. And then, uh, just to finish up the Tanakam Shita, the Mishnah continues to say, kohanim. So this is, right, um, this is the last three brachos of Shemun Esri. Avoda, right? Behoda, modim. And then Berechos Kohanim is the end of the, what we call the Shemun Esri. Now, this Tanakama is who? Divir Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. That was Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri's position. Amola Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says to him, he's cholek, and Rabbi Kiva is who we hold like, and he says like this. He's an interesting formulation. In other words, what we're used to is simply in the middle, Malchios, Zichronis, and Shofros, and Tekiyos in all of them. 
Rabbi Akiva asks the question in an interesting way. He says, if you're not going to have, if you're going to have Malchius attached to Kedusha Hashem and not in the middle, right, of, uh, of, of, right, Kedusha Hayom, right, Kedusha Hashem is the third bracha, right, what we have right before Kedusha, what we call Kedusha, right, and Kedusha Hayom is the Atabachartanu. It's the unique, uh, things that we say to that day. So again, it, usually Malchius, Achronos, and Shofros are in, Kedushas Hayom. So he's saying, if you're not going to do Tkios and, you, and it's not going to accompany Machios, then why are you mentioning it? Now, the question really is, the, the oomph behind the question is that really Malchios is the, what? Coronation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That should have the shofar blasts associated with it. Rabbi Kiva doesn't understand why you would mention Malchius without the shofar blasts. That, and that, of course, appeals to our sensibilities because that's how we perceive Rosh Hashanah also. Ella says Rabbi Kiva, you do this in the Mishnah. Like we do the first three brachos. That's what we do, right? And then Zichronos v'tokea, then Shofar's v'tokea. And then you finish off the Shmanasre, ve'omer avoda ve'odo v'yichas kohanim. Right, and then you say the last three brachos. So that is what we do. That is Shitas Rabbi Kiva. Let's dig into the Gemara. The Gemara says, "Amalar Rabbi Kiva, Right. So Rabbi Kiva said, "If you're not going to blow shofar on Malchias, why are you going to mention it?" Ask the Gemara, "Lama hu maskir? What do you mean? Why do you mention it?" Rachmana Amar Idkar. The Torah said that you have to mention it. This is a line that said that what it means is that the Torah tells us to have Malchias, Achronus, and shofars. You may ask. Where does the Torah teach us that? Well, that is going to be the subject of our Gemara. Don't worry. We're going to get to it. Are you kidding? Malchus, Achronus, and Shofar, you can't find Musar? I'm going to find it for you. Don't worry. I'll bring it home for you. Don't worry. So the Gemara explains like this. Elalama Eser. Rabbi Kiva didn't ask, why do we mention Malchus? He knows the Gemara. He knows why we mentioned Malchus. He's just asking, why do you have 10 Psukim, as we're going to see, for Malchus? Maybe you should have nine psukim. ishtani ishtani. Oh, a much more local question. In other words, his only question is: instead of ten psukim for for Machias, just like we have ten psukim, as we'll see, for Machias, ten for for Shofar, for Zichronos, and ten for Shofaros, we're going to instead once Machias is already not in that middle section and it's already out and dif- differentiated from Zechronos and Shofaros, maybe you could have nine instead of ten. What's talking about? As follows. So we're going to see. Tana Rabbanon. We learned the Brisa. Minayin Sha'omrim Avos. Where do we know? We're going to get, now this is going to affect all the Shemineser you're going to say uh, three times a day, Geronowitz. This is not just on Rosh Hashanah. This is always. Right. How do we know the order and the structure of Shemin Esrei? How do we know the first we start off by saying the Brichos of Avos, right? Shneemar. Havul Hashem B'nei Elim. Right, this one pasuk Rashi, right, is saying, "Avoshem uh, bnei elim lishna de tekifi kimo bet elei haaretz lakach." Bnei elim are the avos, right? So that one pasuk in Tehillim is saying that we should first start with alas avos. I mean, I'm showing gvoros shenemar avoshem kavod vaos. This is remember when you sing this when you're bringing out the Torah, so or, or bringing in when you're bringing uh, the Torah. We say "Avoshem bnei elim avoshem kavod vaos." Right, and then So those that sequence into Hillim means the following: Right, 
right? So the sequence of that Pasuk in Tehillim is teaching you the sequence of the Brachas in Shemun Now you know. So now into Rosh Hashanah. We're now in Shemun Machas, Zechonis, and Shafaros. How do you know that you add Machas, Zechonis, and Shafaros? So here we go. Rabbi Yezer, Omer, Tichsev Shabbaton, Zechon, Shor, Amikra, Kodesh. That's a Pasuk in the Torah. It's teaching you about Rosh Hashanah. Shabbaton, Zechon, Shor, Amikra, Kodesh. Says the Gemara. Shabbaton, Zechon, Hayom. Right, you start with Kedushas Hayom. Zichron is Elu Zichronos. Trua Elu Shofaros. Right, so we see Kedushas Hayom, Zichronos, Shofaros. Mikra Kodesh, Katsheu Basias Malacha. And then when it says Mikra Kodesh, it means that you shouldn't do Malacha. That's what teaches you shouldn't do Malacha. So there, Amala Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva had to answer Rabbi Yezer by saying, Why don't we say, again, what's the Pasuk? The bear. So why aren't we saying that the Shabbason is talking about the um, not doing Malacha, says Rabbi Kiva. We'll say that Shabbason is the Shavos. That's the beginning of the Pasuk because we just recited. And therefore, that's the first point. That's Rabbi Kiva's position. That's what the Shabbaton is teaching you. And then, then Zichron is Elo Zichronos. And then Shrua is Elu Shofaros. Ah. So again, as Rashi says, this is the way to be Dorish the Pasuk, because that is what it seems to be referring to. And then, and then going on, you're learning the Zichronos and the Shofaros. So the question is, once you, you learn Zichronos and Shofaros, and after, right, Kedusha Sayom, the question is, where do you learn Malchias? So that's where the Gemara now asks, Minayin Shomer Malchias. But how do we know that we say Malchias? So Tanya, we learn in the Brisa, Rebbe Omer, Ani Hashem Lokechem, Uvachodesh Hashvi'i. That's Malchus. What's going on? Like this. Rashi. There is, right, in the previous Pasuk, a mention of Ani Hashem Lokechem. So the juxtaposition of Ani Hashem Lokechem to the Pasuk of Zichron and Trua is teaching you that first Malchios, and then Zichronus and Shofaros, uh, Garanowitz Musr moment, that we have the idea of a Kaddish Baruch Hu is taking himself out of the Pasuk of Zichronus and Shofaros, putting himself with the Anim, the importance of having compassion for other people, and having compassion for those who are down, is is where Hashem wants to be. He wants, he, that, that is very primary in Hashem. He's in that part of the Pasuk. And then the subsequent Pasuk is talking about Zechronos and Shafaros. So, again. So, where's the beginning of the Pasuk? What you so, Rebbe, so, again, it says, uh, uh, so, so that is the quote, it's in Vayikra. You have to look at So, Pasuk Chav Beis says, when you till the land and you have to do the, the mitzvah of Peah, Right, and the, and the mitzvah of Leket and Shikhar and Peah, Lotelaket la'ani vila ger tazova sam ani Hashem elokechem. He says, and the ger and the ani, you should have the mitzvah of Leket and Shikhar and Peah, all of the compassionate mitzvahs, and the subsequent pasuk, Vayikra chaf gimel chaf dalid, says, the Be'ab Neisrael amar, b'chadash vi, b'chadash chadash, yelachem shabbaton, zichon shu'am mekra kodesh. So there's an inherent Garano Tzimusar moment in the order of Malchias, Zichronos, and Shofaros. In the fact that first it's Malchias, which is associated with compassion right. for Klal Yisrael. That's where Hashem's Malchias lies. And then you have Zechronos and Shofaros, right? So, Zichronos means what? Oh, very good. The Gemara is going to ask. So again, Minayin Shomim Malchus, Tanya, Ani Hashem, Rabbi Yomer, Elokechem, Vachon Shviv Zemalchus, those two Psukim are together. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, Einu Tzarech, 
He's got zikaron lifnei elokechem. Okay, so what's this? It says, It talks about, this is in Bamidbar already. It says, So you're going to blow the shofar. And then that'll be zikaron lifnei Hashem elokechem and ni Hashem elokechem. So another juxtaposition of Malchus and zikaronus says the Gemara, Right, in other words, he's telling you what to do. And he's saying lifnei Hashem. And then he says, by the way, Hashem is me. In case you're wondering who Hashem is, Ani Hashem Elokechem. We know. We know that you're Hashem. Why did you have to say that? Maton Lomar Ani Hashem Elokechem. Zebana Av. Right? It creates the bringing Av, right? The source. L'chol makom shenemar. But Zichronos, you Malchios Imanim. Anytime you mention Zichronos, the Malchios should be there with you. But Geronowitz wants to know, what is Zichronos? We're going to get to it. But first, let's ask you another question. We want to know, how are you, where are you going to say this Malchus Zechronos and Shofros, right, in Kedushas Hayom? So Tanya, let's, this, let's see this price. Rabbi Omer, Omra, the Kedushas Hayom, you say with Malchus. What do we find every other place and every other Yantiv? Bervius. Normally, again, you say the three, the first three Brachos of Shemnesrei, what we call Shemnesrei, and then, you say, That's what you do on a regular yantiv. That's what you do on Rosh Hashanah too. No. You're going to say the Atabachartanu, so to speak, with not Malchus, but with Zichronos. So they're having a Machlokas. In other words, on Shabbos, it's, there's seven brachos. It's the fourth bracha, happens also to be the middle bracha. So they're asking, when you're patterning, patterning it after a regular yantiv, Right? Are you patterning it after the fact that it's in the middle or the fourth bracha? So that's a machlokas. Be that as it may, Shekichu based in a Sashana Beusha. Remember we said yesterday that the, in the, in the Goliaths of the Sanhedrin, they yo-yoed back and forth between Usha and Yavne. So, when they were one time in Usha, Yarad Rabbi Yochanan Brokal Ifnei Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Yarad means he went down to the Teva. That's the construction of the shuls in those days. The Bach. Shul, in Long Beach, uh, has it, you know, there are other shuls also that have the bima, not elevated, but depressed, down, right? Yeah, places have that. That's a part of, uh, part of shul construction, especially, so in those days, you would go down to be the shulich tzibur. So what did he do? He did like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri in our Mishnah, like, not like Rabbi Kiva. He did the Machias in Kedusha. And he did no blowing. So again, they were in Usha. They said in Yavna we didn't do like this. The Yom Hasheni Yarad Rabbi Chanina Benoshel Rabbi Aglili Rabbi Akiva. So then the second day Rabbi Chanina went to the Amud and he did like Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Kacha Yunagim Ah, that was what we did in Yavne. So obviously in Yavne he did like Rabbi Akiva. Says the Gemara. The name of the Rabbi Gamliel Rabbi Akiva Yeah, sounds like he held like Rabbi Akiva. But that can't be. Yeah, but he can't hold like Rabbi Kiva completely because Rabbi Kiva likes to have the Malchias with Kedusha Sayom. And Rabbi Gamliel, we already cited, likes to have Kedusha Sayom with Zechronos. The Gemara answers, No, the idea that he was saying was that we blow the shofar in the Malchias. That's the part that he holds like Rabbi Kiva. But he doesn't know like Rabbi Kiva regarding uh, where Kedusha Sayom is, right? He just liked that they blew shofar, but not exactly everything about it. So now we're three lines up from the Mishnah, and we ask, wait a minute, 
regarding our story, what does it mean? This is a very little known fact about me. I'm a specialist in Shiom Sheni Shachras of Rosh Hashanah. I don't really know the first day Shachras to be Shlich Tzibur, but I used to basically do the second day. Doesn't matter. Point is, is that what it means? Second day Rosh Hashanah? So it says the Gemara, if it means the second day Rosh Hashanah, are you trying to say that it was El Ma'ubar? We've already quoted this. From Ezra and onward, there was never an El Ma'ubar, which implies very confusingly, that for those years there was only one day Rosh Hashanah. Again, always have to have historical context when we're talking about this Ibar Chodesh and Ibar Hashanah situation because we know that at a certain point it was just understood there was always going to be two days Rosh Hashanah like it is today in Israel and beyond. But in, that, in those days, apparently that was... Uh, still at the time where you would only have one day Rosh Hashanah if it was not going to be Ma'ubar. So how could there have been a second day? Amar of Chista, a, a flimsy, but you have to, but, uh, have to accept this shot. My Shani, Liyom Shani, Lashana Haba. It didn't mean the next day. It meant the next opportunity they had, which was the following Rosh Hashanah the next year. But in Chinami, they all, there was only one day of Rosh Hashanah in those days because the El was never Ma'ubar in those days. Okay. So now we're in the Mishnah. What does Drash mean? Drash means that uh, you go fast, you know, you, like you, you run right through the borough, you rush means you go That's what rush means. Rush. To rush means to go fast. Uh, Drash means to, 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 to tell a story. Okay. So Mishnah. Ain, but Drash means homiletics, Garanowitz. What does that mean? Homiletics it means Drash. It means telling a story. Speech giving, Ser- sermon, ser- sermonizing. Okay, here we go. Mishnah in the bottom of Lomad Beis Medalafin. Pochasin Measar Machias Measar Zechornos Measar Shofaris. This is where we have the source of what we were talking about before. Rabbi Kiva said we said his question was maybe do nine instead of ten. Often a Mishnah, an explicit Mishnah teaching you you have to have ten psukim. This is what we do. Ten psukim in each section of Machias Zechornos and Shofaris. Rabbi Yochanan Benuri Omer Im Amar Shalosh Shalosh Mikulon Yatsa. Only three of each would be enough. What's going on here? Says the Gemara. Honey, Asar Machias connected me. Where are you gonna, where are we getting this idea that you have 10 psukim of, ma, of, in Machias? Amar Rabbi Levi, connected Asar, Hilulim Shamar David, Besefer Tehillim. Well, in Sefer Tehillim, David Amelech says, Halel, the word Halel, 10 times. You count the Halels in Tehillim, you don't have to go too far to know that it's way more than 10. Says the Gemara. Hilulim Tuva, are you kidding? It's, it's Tehillim. There's Halel all over the place. So, Hanach Tachsivbu, Halalu Bateka Shafar. No. Just in that one capital, Tehillim. Capital 150, right? At the end there. Halalu Bateka Shafar. Even there, by the way, there's 12. You have to discount the one in the beginning and the end, uh, where it says a Halaluka. And if you discount those, you get Halalu Bateka Shafar, which makes sense because it's the context of shofar blowing and shofaros, even though it's, we're talking about Machias. So, there you have 10 mentions of Halalu, and therefore it is corresponding to those. Ten hallelujahs, hallelujahs that we are saying the ten of Machias. Rabbi Yosef Amar, Keneged Aseris Adibros, Shenemu Lemosh Vesinai. It's against Aseris Adibros. Okay, are we going to take the whole list in, of the ten in, in Pirkei Avos and say that it's Keneged those? Like, is it Keneged Asar Nisionos of Avram Avinu, like we just read? No. Rashi explains. What does that have to do with Aseris Adibros? Tachsiv bu nami shoifer, velosh matei el reitei beyesod rabbeinu Yitzchak ben Yehuda. It's amazing Rashi, right? So I didn't, I didn't hear this from anyone, but I saw it. In other words, I saw this shot that it says there also that there was a shoifer blowing at Maimad Harsinai. 
Ah, okay. So Rabbi Yochanan Amar Kineged Asar My Marish Shabahan Nivar Olam. Why is the shofar blowing? Yeah, remember there was a cold shofar. At, right. So, so therefore, this has to do with ten psukim at each one of these sections has to do with the fact that when there was a Sarah Sadibros, again, Quranowitz, what are we doing? We're being Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's Rosh Hashanah. You're Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, when were we Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu last? Maimed Har Sinai. Right? Aserah Sadibros were given in Maimad Harsinai. The Kol Shofar was there. So there's a lot of parallels between Maimad Harsinai and what goes on in Rosh Hashanah. So every Rosh Hashanah were Mamla Hashem again. And therefore, just like there are Aserah Sadibros there, there should be 10 psukim in each section oh, now. Get it? Now you understand. So now Rabbi Yochanan Omar, can I get a Sarah? What? Exactly. Now Rabbi Yochanan Omar, can I get a Sarah? Mamaras Shabahen Niver Olam, right? The 10 Mamaras, we say, that the world was created with on Rosh Hashanah itself. Rashi just simply says, Be Rosh Hashanah. Just to point you to understand that since that was on Rosh Hashanah, so therefore it's appropriate, and Rosh Hashanah we're ta- saying, Hayom Haras Halam, and therefore it's appropriate to have 10 Psukim. So the Gemara asks, What are the 10 Psukim? Here we go. Let's get. Let's get real here. Honey Ninhu, what are they? Vayomer. Hashem. What are these utterances? What does that mean, utterances? Well, that's what exactly what the Gemara says. Where do we know? What does it mean, utterances? Well, it says, Vayomer, if you open up say, the Chumash, look at Parsha Bracious, right. and see when Hashem created the world, which is recounted in Parsha Bracious, how many times it says the word Vayomer. That's an utterance. Count it up. Says the Gemara, Vayomer, Debracious, Tishahavi. You count it up, you end up with nine. So we don't have ten. We only have nine. Says the Gemara, Bereshis Nami Maimarhu. Yeah, the word Bereshis itself is considered a Maimar. Yeah, how do you think it happened? It happened, Bidvar Hashem. And therefore, that is the tenth uh, missing Maimar. Fine. So two dots, nine lines up. Here we go. Said the Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan Benuri Amar Im Amar Shalashalash Mikulan Yatsa. You only need three. So Ibayelahu, they asked him, Hey Chiktani. What does he mean to teach? He doesn't mean to say that you, you're Yaitse with three psukim in each section. No, 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 no. He just means that you can have three from each part of Tanakh. Three from Torah, three from Nevi'im, three from Ksuvim. That's what we do. Wait a minute. The Habutesha. Everybody knows that three times three is nine. So now there's a difference between Yochanan ben Nuri and the Tanakhama of one. One says nine. Right? So in other words, we thought that that we thought you, that the Tanakhama says you need to have ten. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri says you have three. It's not true. That the Tanakhama says ten. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri says nine. Oh, oh, Dilma, or maybe So, or maybe it's what we thought it was that when Yochanan ben Nuri says you only need to have three, he means just one from each of the psukim. One from Tanakh, one from Nevi'im, one from Ksuvim, for a total of three, and then there's a much bigger difference. For those of you math geniuses out there, it's a difference of seven, right? A difference between ten and three. So here's how we resolve it. Tashma as follows. The Tanya, we have a price. The price is like this. Oh, the price is a beferish. You can't have less than ten. But if you even said one of each of them, then you're Yotze. Keneged Sheva Rikim. As we know, Garano, it's how many heavens are there? Seven. seven. So Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri Amar HaPoches Lo Yivchos Exactly. So Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri Amar HaPoches Lo Yivchos Misheva That you shouldn't have less than seven. Vim Amar Shalosh Mikulan Yatsa. But if you have three from each, it's okay. Keneged Torah Nevi'im Aksuvim. Because that corresponds to Nevi'im Aksuvim. Ve'er Amrilah Keneged Kohanim Levi'im Ve'Yisraelim. Some say that this three thing is not Tanakh, but rather 
Koren Levi Yisrael. Well, Amazingly, the halacha is like Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri that even if you say three psukim, you'd say, "Wait a minute, what happened before?" We just said that according to him. So that's the pshat. The pshat is that even though we be yotze with three, it's in fact preferable to do ten, and that's why we do ten. There's another weirdness here, which is we says you shouldn't have less than seven, but if you said three is enough. What does that mean? So they, they said that at that point, they were saying that maybe you should have seven of each one from Tanakh, and therefore 21. Um, but if you say three for some, some, something like that has to, has to be, um, addressed. You shouldn't have said what? Less than seven psukim altogether. But if you say three from all your yotze, well, that's more than that. If you say three from each, unless you mean that three from each means that one from each of Tanakh, and therefore it's a total of three or Yotze. That's probably, uh, more accurate. So again, there, there's a discussion here in the Mepharshim as to what exactly this all meant. But the bottom line is that Halachas like Yochan and Benuri, they could be Yotze with less, but whether you hold it, that would be three or that would be nine. We say ten. So now we're at the Mishnah on the very bottom of Lamed Bey's and Aleph. At the manageable time of 6.10 a.m., and we say like this, ah. So now we're actually collecting the psukim. So we have psukim that mention machias, zichronos, shafaros, but we don't want the bad ones. We want the positive ones, right? That's one, that's one uh, grounds rule for picking psukim. Another one, matchil b'torah, mashlim b'navi. What's the order? You do the psukim in the Torah first, then you'll do the, the ksuvim, then you'll do the navi. Yeah, but the order versus Tanakh is not going to be me'akif. So as we turn to Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, we say the following. It says the Gemara. Malchius. So what would be good psukim for Malchius? Kigon, well, how about this one? Chaya ni ne'um Hashem elokim im lo biyad chazakau vizor natiyah v'chimah shuchayim lo chalechem. These are examples of psukim that we don't want to use. Right? Don't forget, the mission says, don't use bad ones. Don't use psukim for Anius. Well, this is a terrible, this pasuk is in Yechezkel, and it's a doozy. Says God, saying, "I swear to God, so to speak, to myself, I'm going to destroy you guys like you're not going to believe, and with a terrible fury of I will rain upon you." So why are we saying it? We're not. That's exactly the point of the Mishnah. You're not going to use that pasuk. That's not a good look why for Rosh Hashanah. Ah, oh, funny you should mention that. The Gemara will mention that. Gerano, it's just like you wrote this. <laughs> So even though Rav Nachman said, Kol hai, even though we know from Nachman, Kol hai for kanan, right? even though it's true that a Karsh Baruch sometimes gets mad, but he's like a benevolent father, right? He gets mad only for your own good because like you're crossing the street without looking and eventually uh, he's going to right, give us salvation. So really, even when we're mentioning the fact that he yelled at us and we're recalling that, it was only for our own good and so it's really not that bad. Still, it's not a good look. Even the Rizcha Omar, it was said in a way that looks rageful. We're not going to mention, means Rosh Hashanah. We're not going to mention this rage in Rosh Hashanah. It's not a good uh, move. Okay, so that's Malchius. What would be a good example of a terrible uh, Pasuk that has to do with Zichronos? Zikaron, Kigon, Vayiskar ki Basar Hema. Yeah, that was not a good one. That's when he learned, right? Uh, he said the 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 uh, that we're just flesh, right? And this is in Tehillim. It's talking about the Klal Yisrael causing havoc in the Midbar. And he says, "I realize they're just flesh and blood." Meaning, I remembered that they're very fallible. That's not that's not positive. 
How about shofar? Could go and tikkun shofar begiva. Oh, blow shofar in, in the, what? In, in the big hill. That's great. No, no, no. You look at the rest of the pasuk in Oshea and said, and shout out that the enemy is coming after you. Binyamin. That's not good because obviously this is to alert Klal Yisrael to coming doom. So we certainly don't want to mention that on Rosh Hashanah. Says the Gemara, Ah, oh, Garanowitz is a suggestion. We don't want to say negative, but we don't want to say negative about us. How about negativity about the Ovdik Chavim? Yeah, get the Goyim. Oh my God, let them... So, Oimer, Malchus, so that you can do. For example, Hashem Malachi Grizu Amim. Ah, Hashem has reigned. Let all the other people tremble from his reign. Or Kigon, Hashem Melech Olam Va'ed Avdu Goyim Atzo. There's no shortage of these kinds of psukim, right? That Hashem is going to be the king and the Goyim are going to perish from the earth. Yay. Zikaron, Kigon, Schor Hashem Livnei Edom. How about remembering? In a bad way towards the Goyim? Yeah, I'm going to remember Edom when I build your Shalim and they're really going to get it. Or shofar could go and v'ashem lakim b'shofar itkav alach b'saros teiman. He's going to blow a shofar and go forth in a wind and a tempest. This is in Zechariah. Uchsiv Hashem tzvakos yagen aleihem. And the next pasuk says Hashem is the Hashem tzvakos. Right? He's going to protect. He's going to protect them. In other words, he's going. He's going uh, and he's going to punish all the yovdei of Zara and 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 protect us. That's amazing. So we should mention that. All right. Six lines down in the wide lines. Having mentioned this, so we have, again, the restrictions. We have the restrictions of we want to keep it positive and we want to have the right order. Oh. Another restriction that wasn't mentioned is the following. Ein maskirin zikaron shal yachid. In other words... Musa, when you get musa, it's supposed to be... Like, uh, is supposed to be uh, positive... Uh, some people do well with positive reinforcement. I know that Andrew does. Right. But, uh, but Barry, you could criticize him, and he's an open book. In other words, he is open to criticism because he knows as long as it's constructive that it's very helpful. Yeah, so that's, it, that's, a, that's, a, that's a mindset. That's like a psychological most thing. People don't like, uh, most people don't like that. But most Barry is a good guy. We've mentioned this already. We, we, we don't want muscle with pain. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's another thing. This is a Garanowitz Muslim moment, so listen up. Zikaron is only good if it's a national zikaron, right? We're all in this together. We're not talking about private well, memories. Nobody, of in, yeah, nobody, nobody cares about the individuals. This is all about the collective now. Even if it's for a positive thing, says the Gemara. For example, right? So who said, this is in Nehemia. Uh, uh, no, this is in Tehillim. David HaMelech is saying, Remember me, Hashem. When you show your people, right, uh, favor. Well, this is Davin Melech talking. And the point is, he wants to be remembered. That's okay. He's entitled to want to be remembered for good. But that's not what we're going to mention in Rosh Hashanah because that is, we were only mentioning collective things. Or the next, the next example is Nechemiah. Hashem, remember me, benef- you know, for benefit. So that's, it's not a bad sentiment, but it's individual sentiment. Therefore, we leave it out on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, now. What is Zichronos? Goranos wanted to know. So we're going to say, Pikdonos Arayim Kezichronos, right? Yaleh Yavo and Rosh Chodesh, we say, Ve'agia, Ve'zacher, Ve'ipakeid. These are all, it's like a thesaurus. Thesaurus, right? These are all synonyms. Remember. The members. So pick, to say Pikdon, could that, do psukim that mention Pikdon, does that count as Zicharon? Because it's a synonym, it means the same thing. Kagon. Hashem pakad et Hashem remembered Sarah. Remember when you just read this recently? 
So he remembered her. Remember when Hashem said, I'm going to take you out of Mitzrayim, I remember you? So those psukim can be used in Zechronos, is the point. No, that even though it says Pakad, and even though Pakad is a version of remembering, that's not like Zechronos that we're mentioning, it should not be in our liturgy. Even if you said that Pikdonus would be we could ask, based on our previous right uh, criteria, that Hashem Pakad would have never worked anyways because that is a private remembrance. However, the Gemara says no. Nothing that happened to the Avos is a private remember is a private thing. Many came out of her, meaning she's our Sara Imenu, and therefore whatever happens to her is in fact a public remembrance. Fine. Continuing the Brisa. Famous Pasuk and Tehillim. So what's going on? Right? Raise your heads, the gates, to Melcha Kavod. Who is Melcha Kavod? Hashem, Yizuz, Gibor. Hashem, Gibor, Melcha Kavod, as we famously sing and know, and it feels like Simcha Star in here, and you're going to open up the gates. Beautiful. Beautiful Pasuk. What's happening? He's saying, "Me who's the Melcha Kavod." So Rishon Ashtai. So the question is, if you were to quote this Tehillim Chavdalin, right? It says Melech many times. Melech Kavod. Me who's the Melcha Kavod. Me who's the Melech who Melcha Kavod. It mentions Melech four times. Rishon Ashtai or five times. Two times in the first part. Shnia Shalosh. The second sort of clause has three mentions. That's Divir Rabbi Yossi. However, even though the word Melech appears, right, it's only really one eligible Melech in the first one and two eligible Melech in the second one. Why? Because when you say Mizah Melech HaKavod, that doesn't count because you're like asking. It's a rhetorical, Andrew. Who's the man? You're the man. How could I possibly be the man if you're the man? Okay. So it's like a rhetorical thing. So when you're saying that, only when you're saying you're the man, that's the only one that counts. You're the man. You're the man. All right. Similarly, Zamru Elokim Zameru Zamru Lemalkenu Zameru Kimelach Kol Aretz Elokim. Okay, we got Melach twice in there. What's Rashi saying here? Zamru Lemalkenu. Right. This is Laam Lichtei Ela Aluma Achas. Right. Malkenu is really talking about one. Okay. So what's going on here? Stein. So that should be Stein. Diver Rabbi Very similar machlokas, where it says Malkenu and Melach. So it's twice. Rebut Amar Achas. It's only once, right? Okay. And it says Vishavin. So, so that, there they argue. Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda thinks Loam Lichte Ela Uma Achas. In other words, because he's a Melech on one nation, Zamur Lamakenu Zamur Kimelech Kol Aretz. Oh, that's the point. Beautiful Rashi. He's saying like this: When it says Zamur Lamakenu, then we're saying that he's our Melech. That's the point. He's the Melech of the Jews. Well, guess what? That's not enough for Rosh Hashanah. On Rosh Hashanah, you're crowning Hashem not just as the Melech of our nation, but as the Melech of the entire world, Kulo. And therefore, that's what Rashi's explaining, that he's saying, Ki melech kol elokim. It's only the second Melech, when we acknowledge that he's the Melech on the entire world, the universal king, that is the one that counts. Beautiful. That is the position of Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, now, but they are going to agree on the following passage. But Melech Elohim, so there it says, Malach, right? Yeah, everyone agrees that that's one. 
because it's only saying it once. Why would you have the Havamina that it's more than that? So says uh, Rashi that because he's sitting on the throne, so maybe that's also a reference to his Malchus, because what, where, who sits on the throne if not the king? No, Elamai has to have the word Melech, fine. Now, what about this? Zikaron Sheeshbo Trua. So what if the Pasuk is mentioning Zikaron and Trua? Can you double dip on that Pasuk? You go, let's say, Shabbason Zichron Trua Mikra Kodesh. Right? So it says Zichron Trua. So Omar Yimah Zichronis or Omar Shifaris. You can double dip on that Pasuk and use it both for Zichronis and Shifaris. However, It can only be Zichronis. Why? Why not Trua? Says Rashi, Trua Lav Lashon Shafarasu. At Shemaskir Shofar Behedya. Yeah, because it says Trua. It doesn't say Shofar. Ah. How about Malchios Sheshima Trua? What if you mention a Pasuk that has a Malchus and Trua? Hashem Elokavi Mo Trua Smelech Bo. There you go, Trua Smelech. So that, Dibir Rabbi Yossi is going to say, you can say it with Machis and Shafaris, just like he said before. Or Rabbi Huda Omer, for the same reason we said, He's only going to go with Machis, because again, it's Trua, and it's not Shafaris. Same reason Rashi in, indicated in the first case. And finally, It only says Trua, for example, Yom Trua Yelachem. So there again, following the same exact logic, Omer Hima Shofar is Diver Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says that's good for Shofar. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Eina Omer Kol Iker. That Pasuk isn't good for anything. The double dipping isn't the issue for Rabbi Yehuda. What the issue for Rabbi Yehuda is when you say Trua, it can't count into Shofaros because it has to say Shofaros Behedja, as Rashi says explicitly. Two dots, two lines down in the wide. Matchel Batora Mashlim Dunavi. What's the order? Rabbi Yossi Omer Mishlim Batora Yatsa. So Mishlim. What does it mean if you're Yotze, if you finished? Dievet in Chachila lo. It's Bidievet, but it's not the Chachila. Vatanya, Yosi Yom Mashlam Torah, Havi Zemish, Mishubach. Sounds like it's very much the Chachila. So the Gemara changes the mission a little bit. Ema Mashlim. It says, Rabbi Yossi therefore thinks that yes, you should actually complete with the Torah. But that's not what the mission says. Right? The, the mission makes it sound like it's Dievet in the Chachila lo. So Hachikama, Matchil Batorah. Yeah, we amend the Mishnah. We say that the Tanakhama thinks you start with Torah, finish with, with Navi. And Rabbi Yossi says you start with Torah. Uh, I'm sorry, you finish with the Torah. But if you're Mashal with Navi, you're also Yotze. Tanya Nami Achin, there's a supporting Brisa. I'm a Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yossi, Vasikin, Ayumashlim, and Otabataira. And that's, in fact, by the way, what we do. We, we go like Rabbi Yossi, we finish with the. Pasuk in the Torah. We do, actually. Torah, Nevi'im Ksuvim, then finish with Torah. There's a lot of psukim for Zichronus and Shafaros. Ela, Malchias, Tlasu Davain. Where are you going to get Malchias? There's only three psukim in the Torah describe Hashem as king, believe it or not. It says, Hashem Lokavi Mo, Trust Melech Bo. And then, Vayi Bishurin Melech, and Hashem Yimloch Lolam Vahed. Vanon, Be'inan, Eser, Velaika. We need ten psukim. We don't have. So, Amaravuna, Tashma. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elkein, Hashem Echad, is Malchus. Shema Yisrael counts as Malchus. Divi Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Eina Malchus. Rabbi Yudah, again, he wants explicit. So, how about, Ve'yadat hayom v'ashavosu lovecha k'ashem hu alokim. Ein od. Ah, Malchus. Divi Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi holds, that's Malchus. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Eina Malchus. Again, Rabbi Yossi says, anytime we, we say he's the one, we're saying it's Melech. Rabbi Yehuda is waiting for the word Melech to be in the Pasuk. How about this one? What's better than that? Ain't on Milvado. Isn't that mean he's the Melech? Malchus, Divrei Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, ain't a Malchus. Rabbi Yehuda says, it's not. Guess what? Our Chumash follows Rabbi Yossi, because don't forget, from Malchus we have the, the Torah, then the Vim, then the Ksuvim, and at the end we say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkeinu Hashem Echad. 
We don't mention the word Melech, and yet that is the last pasuk of Torah to indicate Malchus Kashita Serbiosi. We'll pick up tomorrow with the Mishnah on the bottom of Lamad Bez, Lamad Bez.